0: Hello and welcome to Journeys in Grace. My name is Pastor Eric Hubbard, and we thank you for joining us today as we go into studying of the Word of God. I have a couple of ways for you to reach out to us today if you desire. First by email, Pastor Eric 523 at gmail.com. That's Pastor Eric, the number 523 at gmail.com, or you can email us at Pastor Eric, post office box 4473 Marietta, Georgia30061. Again, that's Pastor Eric, Post Office Box four four seven three, Marietta, Georgia, three zero zero six one. And today we're going to start a new series on the kingdom, and uh, and specifically as a title and just uh, for reference, uh, talking about today kingdom living and in particular uh, kingdom citizenship or my citizenship, because as we find ourselves at this time in the year twenty twenty two, we are. Looking like the world is coming now uh, and begin to see the sunshine on the other side of COVID. But I believe there's so many believers and there's so many who are inside and outside the the church who um, had an an acknowledgement of God. And many are disappointed in him because they've rightly accused God of not being God. In other words, some say that God is the reason why uh, a loved one has passed the reason why I lost my job um, uh, if God is God and I'm praying I'm doing all that I know to do why am I in this current situation why am I going through this today and why isn't God helping me and so this is some one of the reasons why and I feel like it's a, a, a pertinent subject or a timely subject but I believe that Satan desires to not only defame God and defame his name but also to steal the hope that's within us. We have a hope as believers. If you believe in Jesus Christ, if you accepted him as Lord and his Savior, then there is a hope that's within you. There is something that God has deposited in you. And as scripture says, Satan, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to steal your hope. Because hope is the root, is is the very the seed and very uh, rudimentary beginnings of faith. So if you have no hope, it's hard to, to uh, I won't say muster up, but to uh, have the faith of God flowing through you. But that's what faith is. Faith is the currency of heaven. So if he can, uh, uh, lack of a better word, to squash or to uh, trample over your faith and get you, because he can't do it. He can only do this by you rejecting God and you losing that word If he can steal the word out of your heart and steal the hope from you and place fear rather than hope and and and, and rather than have faith, have denial because that's the beginnings of uh, the agnostic and beginnings of the atheist where the ag- ag- agnostic person, they just deny. They deny that there is a God and the uh, the atheist says there is no God but the agnostic said and one of the worst things I've heard that a person can do is one is one thing to, to criticize me, but it's another thing to be ignored. It's as though you don't even ignoring says you don't exist. You're not even you're not uh well a common phrase out in the world says, You what? You're dead to me. You don't affect me good, you don't affect me bad. I'm just going through life, and when I die, it's over. But I again I want to just stir up your faith today to let you know that we as believers are kingdom citizens and beloved don't give up your hope don't give up the the, the, the promises that god has given us and it's, and it's important now in this year as in years to come that you become a, again a student of the word if you're going to have if you're going to stand if we're going to stand if i'm going to stand in this time and be victorious in uh, uh, in these last days then you've got to have a knowledge and a foundation of who you are in Christ. Because that's one of the things that Satan desires to do is to steal your identity. Think about it naturally. What are we seeing? One of the biggest crimes and the most prosperous crimes there is in the world today is identity theft. Where whole entire companies and and sometimes nations where identity is stolen, secrets are stolen. And they are held by ransom. It's even been given a name called ransomware, where uh, there are thieves that will go out and somehow get your password and they'll lock down your phone or lock down your computer where you can't get access to the things that you need. And this is what Satan wants to do is he wants to hold us at ransom, but he has no power, no authority over us unless we give it to him. And see, this is what, uh, the enemy desires to do is to hold you and to hold your promises at at uh, as a ransom. When you know what? When in reality we have the key, we have the power. He has no authority over you, but the authority that he does have is the authority that we give up because we don't really know who we are. So let's begin today. Um, first of all, with a couple of definitions. Number one, we'll talk about kingdom. A kingdom and which is uh if you are if you're a uh, resident or you were born in the United States you really we, we don't live under uh a, a a monarchy where a king or a queen has final say America is a democracy where we vote in our leaders we vote them in we can vote them out but in a monarch but in a uh, in a uh in, in where a king resides in a, in a monarchy he is has his authority by birth. He or she has their authority by birth. And in a true monarchy, every monarchy rather, everybody in the kingdom, is lives, you, you prosper at the desire of the king. The king, everything belongs to the king. On the land, all the horses, all the uh, money, everything. If the king wants it, he takes it. But thank God we're not a God, uh, we don't serve a God as such. But yet we do serve a God that owns everything. Scripture says the heavens of heaven belong to the Lord, but the earth has He given to the kingdom of men, to the children of men. Brother, He's given the earth to the children of men. So let's get going our studies today for one more definition, and it's called citizen. So first we said a kingdom is an undivided territory under which domin- under the dominion of a king, and then we talk about a citizen we were talking today about kingdom citizenship a citizen is an inhabitant of that kingdom who has the privileges of it so in other words if i'm a uh if 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 king um uh abc is over this uh the state then everything in the state belongs to that king and if i live in that state then i serve and i i move forward and everything that i have belongs to him or her but that's the point I'm going to make, that we are kingdom citizens. We live in this earth by the will and the power and the mercy of God. God is not trying to take in this take uh, anything from us. Matter of fact, at this present time, God has given authority to man. God has the power to uh, take, up, take life. He has the power to destroy. He has the, all these things he has, but he gave it to Adam. And we all know that Adam was deceived. And he gave up his power to the, to the enemy. But when we, going back to where we're talking about kingdom citizenship, Jesus came back into the earth. He took all the power, all the authority that Satan uh, deceived Adam and Eve from, and he took it back. And he's what did he say before he left? He says, I've given unto you all, all power in heaven and earth been given unto me. And he says, I give you power over all the power of the enemy we as believers have the authority we have the power only thing we have to do is get we, we get the wisdom of it the knowledge of it then we too can walk in that same authority and that same knowledge but it requires that we know what we have this that like that simple example where many uh, we I've heard many times where, you know, you may have a rich uncle or a mother or father or relative, whoever they may be, or just someone who wants to be nice to you. They might have left you a million dollars in, in uh, downtown in the First National Bank. As long as you don't have knowledge of it, you could be broke. You could be hungry. You could be homeless. But also, you are a millionaire. You could be a homeless millionaire, a hungry millionaire, a broke millionaire. In your mind, because you don't know what you have. And that's where so many of the saints are today, so many of the believers are today. We don't know who we are. We don't know what we have. We don't operate in the in the, in the God-given authority that He's given us. And we don't operate in it. And, and the word of God is voice activated. We have to speak to that mountain, as Mark 11, 23 says. He says, speak to youngest mountain. And it shall be cast into the sea, because we have the authority to do. We have the authority to say. but what Satan desires to do is just like the wolf in the, uh, the wolf in, uh, that's in the forest uh, on, the, uh, on the safari, that, that lion, that wolf, that uh, hyena, that cheetah, what they want to do is they want to separate you. And that's what Satan wants to do. He has come into the earth. Covid has come because Covid was not of God. God did not send it, but that disease has come. It has separated the, the the children of God from the church. Many of them, not all of them, but many of them hadn't been the church in two years. Now headed toward three, they're afraid to go. It was all. It was for a time. I believe we all should have uh, stayed home at one time or another. That was Covid in the church. Of course, you closed for uh, for wisdom's sake. But now churches are open, but there are so many that are still closed. Because of fear. And the Bible says fear has torment. And Satan has uh, imprisoned the people of God. And they're at home and they're afraid. And they forgot that it was the God of heaven and earth. It was he who gave us power and the authority to cast out devil, to speak to yonder's mountain, to to, uh, uh, declare our healing, declare our deliverance, declare that our children are saved, declare that uh, our marriage is whole, declare that uh, uh, that that my pockets won't be empty this time. This, is, this won't be always. I declare that I'm blessed today. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, now faith is. Faith is not tomorrow. Faith is not, well, one day this is going to change. No, today. Now faith is the subject of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And my objective in teaching on kingdom living is and kingdom citizenship, one, to, that we know who we are and two, that we live practically. Practically means it means that I take the word, I apply it to my life, and I walk by it. Then I can walk in prosperity. Then I can walk with the, in divine healing. Then I can walk in divine uh, uh, authority. Then I can walk as a, in, in the wisdom and knowledge of God. All these things and more are in the salvation which Jesus gave to us. And we have to walk as kingdom citizens in this earth. The Bible says that we now are seated in heavenly places. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me, let's go to a scripture today. Let's, let's, uh, uh, let's ground ourselves in scripture because I believe, again, to practically teach you and to, uh, for you to have something to stand on. See, it's good to shout. It's good to, uh, 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 if you want to run around church, run, cry, jump, dance, whatever you need to do. But once you sit down, once you go home, what are you standing on? What is your foundation when the storm comes? When the wind blows? When the when the uh, lion is roaring? What are you standing on? And if it's not the if it's not the Word of God, then the wind the storm, the rain is going to wash your spiritual house away because unless you are rooted in God's kingdom, in his word, you will not stand. Now, let's go first to uh, Luke 17, the book of Luke, St. Luke, chapter 17, verse number 20. And we're going to talk we're going to see what Jesus had to say about the kingdom. Luke 17, 20. And when he, which was Jesus, was demanded of the Pharisees. When the kingdom of God should come, Jesus answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. He says, you can't see it. You cannot see what he's saying, the kingdom of God. He says, neither shall they say, lo here or lo there. Or in other words, here it is over here or here it is over there. For behold, the kingdom of God is where? It's within you. God's kingdom is within you. That means if you are a believer or you, if you are a born again, child of God, wherever you go, the kingdom of God shows up. When you go on your job, the kingdom of God is there. When you are going to your home, the kingdom of God is in your home. When you are driving your car, the kingdom of God is in your car. When you walk in the street at three o'clock in the morning, you've just gotten out of your job. You're walking to your car. I don't care if there's 50 gang members and and with, with, with 72 guns. If the God of heaven is with you and you need to get to your car, God will. if he split the sea for the uh, uh, for the uh, tribe of Israel, he will split whatever he needs to do. He will drive the demons away. Whatever he has to do, God will do it for the children of God. Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you to the end of the world. And another translation said, be to the end of the age. But what did he say again that 21st verse? He says, behold, the kingdom of God is within you. God has deposited uh, uh, himself in you. Let's go more to talk about this, uh, this kingdom. We're going to go now to uh, the book of Romans, the 14th chapter and the 17th verse. Well, Paul is talking to the, uh, to the Romans about the kingdom. Romans 14, uh, 17, he says, For the kingdom of God, what is not meat and drink? Again, Jesus says it comes without, without observation. Paul picks it up and says, The kingdom of God is not meat and drink. But what is it then? It's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. This is what will stabilize the believer when the lion is roaring at your door, when the uh, bill collector is telling you, You got 30 days. You've paid. You you you've been laid off your your job. God will make a way. He he, either will save. Either he can save the house. He can um, uh, 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 provide money for you to get another another place to stay. Whatever whatever needs to be done, God will make a way for you. David said, "I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread." But in this day. We have so many that have come to this point and say, "Yeah, preacher, I know that scripture. I know Psalms 37. I know Psalms 27. I know what Psalms 91 says. But why isn't it working for you? Why isn't it working for me? I've, I've I I've done all I can do. I've 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 uh I'm I'm tired of standing. But scripture says when you've done all to stand, stand there for. How long are you going to stand until How long must I wait until? But in our waiting, it can't be a waiting of one day. It can't be a waiting of, well, when God, no, God has already moved. I believe we're going to read later where Peter says he's given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. What does all things mean? All things, everything that you will ever need. Everything that you that you ever so desire, God has already provided it for you. It's already in reserve. What we have to do is to go make a withdrawal from what God has already done. And we do this by faith, but we do it by faith in the word of God. It's not what the preacher said or what grandma told me, uh, you know, what the billboard said or what this favorite saying had to say. It's about what does the scripture say? For it must be our foundation. And this is where we lose hope. When we lose the knowledge of the scripture, when we lose our confidence that what God has said he he will do, and as a matter of fact, has already done, the only thing I have to do is just walk it out. Walk out what God spoke over me. If he said I'm the blessed, he said I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. If he said I'm blessed going in and blessed going out, because God is a God of covenant, God is a God of covenant. In other words, God said, "If I make a promise, I can't break it." If He, he said, He said uh, over in uh, Rome and uh, Psalms 89, uh, 34, He said, let me, "Let me get it real quick." Psalms uh, eighty-nine thirty-four. I'm, I'm gonna say, he said, my covenant will I not break, nor alter the things that have gone out of my lips.' When God speaks a thing." It becomes he's covenanted to it, in other words, he's bound to it. And if God said, and his word does say, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, then stand on it. That's how long you got to stand. Trust him that is already done, praise him for it, be thankful not only for what God has done for you, but what for God has already done. And this is what Jesus said in the last day. Men shall be unthankful. Thankful will break the bands of the enemy because it says to him, although he or she doesn't see it right now, they are trusting God. That's what tr- that's what uh, 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 faith is. It's a, a agreement or a trust that what God has said, he's already accomplished it. Yes, your body may be he, uh, hurting. Yes, your bank account may be below zero. Yes, your son may still be in jail. Yes, your, your your daughter might have flunked out of college, but all of these things, if God made a promise to you and he showed it to you, then what we have to do is to declare the word of the Lord. We have to, and the declaration is a statement of fact and of truth. It's a statement, emphatic statement that this is what I'm saying. I'm declaring it, that this is so. All right, let's move on now. Let's go now over to uh the book of Corinthians. And this is uh uh First Corinthians 6, 17. And see, again, when we're talking about citizenship, it means that we are, are a part of something. We are you we all know about members, where they're exclusive membership. There's one uh large company that says that membership has its privileges. There used to be a uh it used to be a commercial back in the 90s, uh in the 90s and early 2000s of a large credit company said that the you know, if you have if you have this card in your hand, it has privileges. What I want to tell you, if you are a kingdom citizen, if you are a blood washed child of God, you have privileges that the lost man or woman does not have. And this is what Paul said to Corinthians in uh, 1 Corinthians 6 and 17. It says, but he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Let me say that again. He or she that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Meaning, if I am a part of Jesus Christ and he is a part of me, that's why I can say with confidence that the kingdom is in me. No matter what my circumstances are, no matter what my emotions, you know, sometimes we something things happen and our emotions want to run away with, with us. It's like a, uh, 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 you ever seen a, the old cowboy movies where somehow or another the driver is, loses control of the stagecoach or the wagon and you see like the horses just go wild they run as fast as they can and what the what the driver has to do is to bring the horses back under control and see this what we have to do is some, many times our mind and our emotions they want to run wild because of what we see and what we uh what we hear but when you are have a anchored in God. And that anchor must be in the word. When you are anchored in the word, you will not let what you see, nor what you hear on the television, nor what's on CNN and uh, MSNBC and ABC, CBS, and all of the other things on the, all of the other news medias, what's on the internet, what's on Facebook. You won't be moved by it. Because the Bible says, Satan goes about as what? As a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. It didn't say he devours all because if he could, he would. But it says he seeks who he may devour. What he saying is the enemy goes about and says, okay, here's someone whose emotions are constantly going wild. They have no control. They're full of fear. Let's just see what else I can offer to them. Let's see what else that I can do to just push them over the edge because we have to, Bring our emotions back and say, you know what? I've seen this before. The economy has been down before. There have been rumors of wars before. All of these things have happened in one uh, aspect or another. But yet, when we stand on God's word and we trust in what he has said, it says that uh, 1.16 of Corinthians says, he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. It means that's Jesus in me. Is Jesus hungry today? Is he broke? Is he homeless? Is he sick? Is he brokenhearted? No. He he reigns in heaven. The Bible says he's seated at the right hand of the Father. So if I'm one with him, and if he's in me and I in him, then what he has, I have. Let me say that again. What he has, I have. That's why I said before, wherever I am, wherever you are as a New Testament believer, the kingdom shows up. So why are you afraid of the the, uh, announcement of pending layoffs? Why are you afraid of the new strain of COVID? Why are you afraid of the doctor's report? One of my uh, older pastors, one of my other uh, pastors would say, he said, uh, he said, you know, everybody wants to go to heaven, but don't nobody want to die. And see, when you are a believer and that's where we all want to go, then why would we be, be afraid if the doctor says you got one week to live? You got six months. Oh, I see something. I don't know what it is. And immediately all the bad reports, all the bad circumstances, the enemy will bring. Oh, you know. Uh, Man down the street five years ago died with the same thing. You know, they laid off 25 last week. You know, your number could be coming up. Your number is coming up. You just got here two years ago. They're laying out people with 10, 15 years experience. I say again. David said, I've never, I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed breaking bread. That doesn't mean you can't be laid off. That does not mean that uh, loved ones won't pass away. That does not mean that wars will happen. Rumors of wars are happening. But what will happen is God will keep you. He said in uh, Isaiah 26:3, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on me because he trusted in me. Trust you in the Lord, Jehovah. Trust you in God. For in him, in God, is everlasting peace. In God is. And that's why our hope and our faith must abide. And the last one today is we, I didn't get where I wanted to go today, but in Galatians, third chapter, we're going to read now as we get ready, to, as we close out, Galatians 3.25, it says, it reads, for after that faith has come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. And I want to tell you, the faith of the New Testament believer is Jesus Christ. Jesus is my faith. Galatians five twenty two talks about the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of love is joy, peace, meekness, goodness, faith, and all the other uh, nine uh, fruits. But the fruit of the spirit is love. And we know God is love. And Jesus said, I am my father one. Well, guess who is part of Jesus? I'm part of him. You are part of him. And he goes on to say, after faith has come, we are no longer under schoolmaster, which was the law. But we are all, it says, Ye are all the children of God by faith, where in Christ Jesus. I am a citizen of heaven. I have the rights of Jesus Christ because I'm in him. Then it goes on to say, For as many of you have been baptized into Christ, have put on him. So Jesus is not only on me, he's in me. I wear he wears, I wear him as a garment. I wear him as that garment of praise and of glory. When God sees me, he sees Christ. When God sees me, he sees his son. He, Because his son, his blood covers me. That's what makes me, again, and assures me that I am a citizen of heaven. I have the kingdom rights. I am not going to be broken down and, 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 and uh, uh, forlorn. And You know, all of us can, the Bible says the righteous fall several times. But the Lord will lift him up. Yes, I'll say again, bad things do happen to good people. We all will go through trials at one time or another. But just because you're down don't mean you will stay down. And this is what we must declare, that I am a citizen and a child of God, and I refuse to be denied by Satan and trampled upon by, by the enemy. Let me read these last two verses. 28 says, there's neither Jew nor Greek, bond nor free, male nor female, For we are all one in Christ Jesus. God loves me just as much as he loves you. God favors me just as much as he favors you. The only difference is, how is the power of God moving and working in me? If I allow his power to work in me, I can have whatever the the ultimate and and I can live the dream of God that he has for me. And the last part of that says, for if you be in Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Beloved, we just come to you today and just as we begin this series, know you are a kingdom citizen. You are the blessed of God. You are the righteousness of God, but you must find your foundation in the word of God. I pray this has been a blessing to you today. I pray for any of you who are going through whatever trial or tribulation you may not be going through. Know that Jesus is not on the outside looking in, but he's on the inside working things out in you. Be blessed until we meet again on Journeys in Grace.